0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the SEM Says Podcast, the podcast where seminarians say what's said at the SEM. I'm your host, Alex Brown.
1: I'm Nikolai Brilinski, And I'm Drew... Tangway. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a hot minute since we've had an episode up, but we're excited to share this one with you.
0: Yes, thanks for sticking around after our long hiatus. It's just been a whirlwind of things at the seminary uh, after Easter what are, you, what are you laughing at?
2: You said world wind.
0: World wind? whirlwind. Whirlwind? Whirlwind. Whirlwind? <laughs> things, whirlwind. Things at the seminary. Uh, a y-
2: great roar <laughs>
1: stirred over the waters. <laughs> and God said, let there be light. All right. Well, anyway.
0: We've had a lot of things going on at the seminary after Easter. Uh, we have finals coming up. Our traditions at the end of the year. We're just winding down here. So unfortunately, we haven't had an opportunity to make our regularly scheduled podcast episodes. Nevertheless, we appreciate you coming back to join us. And if you're a new listener, welcome. It's never too late to join.
1: Absolutely. So this week, we're going to be talking about what we're looking forward to this summer. So those of us who are in theology now often get summer assignments. But that kind of gets woven in with what we would do with a couple weeks off. Um, between going back to school in the seminary, kind of things we keep up with in our prayer life, what do we do around our diocese, and how do we get ready for a new school year without just being burned
0: out? So one of the questions we often get as seminarians is, gee, wow, they uh, they actually let you out? Does anyone ever ask you that? Has anyone ever asked you that?
1: Oh, like ironically.
0: No, nah, I've gotten that in complete earnest. Like hmm. people have been surprised when... I admit that I do normal things. So Drew's nodding yeah, along here. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean I don't know what people really expect when we tell them we're a seminarian. I guess they have this idea of like twelfth century monastery, uh friar tuck sort of yeah, monastic life. So uh yeah, so anyone who's had that doubt in the past, we've uh we do. We're allowed out. We are we are allowed to go and live normal lives, normal summer lives, at least for a for a time. Mm-hmm. So When school lets out, we'll have our finals, our baccalaureate mass, our uh, graduation. We call concourses here, Mm -hmm. and then it's a couple of weeks off just to sort of do summer fun things. Uh, Go to the shore if you're into that sort of thing. If if you're in, if you like going to the beach, most people do. Go to the beach. We want to
2: wear jeans there. No one's going to judge you.
1: Some people may. May. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I yeah. Some people may. So beach that's not hiking uh camping yeah well what are some fun things we'll do in our our weeks off
1: yeah usually i'll spend time with my family of course and get to see some friends and catch up with them but usually like to go on either a beach trip or a camping trip as a family and might go as a uh, as a group with friends as well
0: personally i just read a lot so i spend my weeks after the seminary just regrouping from uh all the excitement and hubbub that's in the seminary. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a bit of an introvert, so I take that time to just relax, re-orient yeah. myself.
1: Yeah. Drew, what do yeah. you look forward to?
2: Well, for Harrisburg, we usually start the summer. the The first week that we're out of seminary,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we go on visits to all of the elementary schools in the diocese. Uh, So we go in groups of like three or four, and we go and just kind of give vocation stories and talk Mm. with the kids. So that's always a good time, and it's an excuse to just kind of hang around with all of the other Harrisburg seminarians. Mm -hmm. Not all of us go to St. Charles. Some of us go to uh, Mount St. Mary's Mm. in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Mm -hmm. So it's good to kind of see all those other guys uh, that we don't get to see as frequently. And then, uh, so that'll be two days, and then we'll get ready for summer assignments and head out Mm -hmm. to our parishes.
0: Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That sounds pretty nice. I um, recognized only recently that we get out of school a little bit earlier than other schools, other colleges and the parochial schools. I made the mistake of asking the young kids, my last apostolate, are you guys ready for summer? And they were like, we have two months left. And I was like, yank. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a seminary way of saying, wow, that's very unfortunate and I feel bad for having brought it up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because then they start getting very upset because they feel like they deserve summer now. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We also start earlier than they do, so, you know. It's that. Yeah,
0: six of one, half dozen of another.
1: Yeah. And Um, don't get a spring break. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah, our spring break is serving the Triduum. So it's nice, but it's not, we, we don't go to the beach and get wasted or anything. Rats. (laughs)
0: Yank. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I guess, actually, we shouldn't skip over this. An important part of the beginning of summer is ordinations, which is kind of a super important thing. So I I don't usually consider that as, like, a part of my summer, but it really is where um, right before or maybe during the time that we're in parish assignments, um, we have the priest ordinations for our diocese. Um, So that'll be exciting to to attend this year, especially that somebody who, not just somebody, but a a handful of guys who I've been in seminary with this past year are getting ordained to be priests. And it'll be really exciting to to be there for them and um, cheer them on as as they become priests of the church. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy
2: this year. This is actually my first year where the people getting ordained for Harrisburg and for the other diocese are people who, when I entered seminary, they were kind of like on the same level as me. I entered coming out of high school, and so I was in college. And so the guys getting ordained now were in fourth college Mm. when I was in first college. Right. And so it's not like the guys who are like, oh, they're in theology, like they're almost deacons. (laughs) It's like the guys who I feel a lot more like, even though I didn't enter with them, like at the same time as them, it's still they feel much closer to me. And so Mm. I was able to get to know them a lot better too. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, right. I've been reflecting in my own life how much I long for or desire some sort of uh, catalyst moment in my formation, because as we've been trying to stress here uh, since we started this podcast, sort of the, the thesis of this podcast is that, by and large, what seminarians do at the seminary is just go to school. It's just like regular student life. There's some extra benefits, some extra graces, a unique charism but really it's a school year you start in august end in may mm. finals papers the whole nine yards dorm life et, et cetera et cetera so you know you spend 8 years here just doing student things doing student things and one year is just going to end with you being a deacon and being ordained a priest mm. so i'm ending my formation here and i'm sort of it doesn't feel it doesn't feel any different to finish this year and to finish the next year so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to a, a Yeah, catalyst or something like monumentous to mark my progress here, and I think that ordinations will sort of be that for me. It won't be, Mm -hmm. you know, it won't be out of the ordinary because you say we start every summer like that. We see Mm -hmm. the deacons get ordained, but like what you're saying, Drew, it's becoming a little bit more real as you get closer to it. You're able to recognize the the humanity of the people getting ordained uh, more and more as you progress.
2: It's also really crazy to think about. Because I've realized that, speaking of summer assignments and ordinations, I myself only have two more summer assignments before I'll be a deacon, wow. which is really kind of overwhelming to think about. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it really it motivates me to get the most I can out of, out of these two years in parish life and really learning everything that I can.
0: Yeah. I sing of that because I don't have any more summer assignments before <laughs> become a deacon. Oh,
1: How about we clarify a little bit too, we're saying summer assignments and assume that people probably know what that is, but somebody might not. Just to kick that off, when we say a summer assignment, usually our diocese, um, the bishop and vocation director, et cetera, give us an assignment for the summer. So they'll say, you know, you'll work in this parish, you'll go to the Institute for Priestly Formation in Nebraska, you might study Spanish somewhere. So give me an example, have you had a summer assignment yet? What was that like?
2: Yeah. So last year was my first summer assignment. I was assigned to St. Aloysius Parish in Littlestown, uh, which is down near uh, like Gettysburg and Hanover, that mm-hmm. sort of area. And that was uh, just a really great experience. Of It was definitely limited in how much I could do because of uh, that was kind of at the height of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. But it was still a very great opportunity to get to know the priest there, Father Miller. And I was able to meet a couple parishioners and just sort of help out where I could did a lot of cleaning around and served at mass. Um, I also served at quite a few graveside funerals.
1: Wow. Hmm.
2: Uh, so it was, it was just a very good experience kind of seeing a little bit more of what it's like to live in a parish hmm. uh, and just kind of seeing what normal is <laughs> when hmm. you live in a rectory.
0: Hmm. By and large, the summer assignment program is like a apprentice program or I guess modernly called a shadow program where the priest will sort of take you under his wing and say, this is what being a priest is like and this is what it's like to be a priest in your off hours. And it's very insightful to see a priest just finish his dinner and do what he does in the evening because you never see that before entering seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you a, a better glimpse into what life is like, like real life as like as a priest. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to st- step into the role of the priest, like you're saying, there's a limit to what we can do because we're not clerics. But communion calls, um, you can't administer the sacraments, but it's still entering into that environment, that interpersonal relationship, like a priest would. Uh, graveside services, my um, seminarian could do that. My pastor was pretty good about saying, we're going to a meeting, like for couple counseling or grief counseling, of course, with the with the layperson's permission of course he would say can I bring a seminary along just to see what's going on and I'd sit in the corner and kind of listen to see the dialogue between the two people yeah it's very insightful the whole summer assignment program mm.
1: yeah for me this will be my first official assignment to a parish um, so I've lived in rectories a couple of different times before and I've worked as a DRE separately from an assignment but this will be my first time like for the summer like Here's a parish that you don't get to pick. You have to go there and live there and work there. And so I'm excited for it because that'll be a little bit of a different insight than just being like a guest who lives in the rectory and, and does classes on Zoom.
2: Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Nikolai, I think you also, previous summers, mm-hmm. have gone to, you mentioned the Institute of Priestly Formation in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, Alex, you're going there this summer. Mm-hmm. Nikolai, do you want to talk a bit about what that is, what sure. that's like?
1: Yeah. So we shorten it to IPF, Institute for Priestly Formation. So it's kind of just the summer-long program. I think it's two months, maybe give or take a week. We go out to Omaha, Nebraska, and we live on a certain dorm hall in Creighton University. But it's kind of an intense spiritual formation time. So we take certain classes, attend liturgies every day, mass, morning prayer, evening prayer. And then we'll have, like, big conferences, so couple different people. Um, Father Tim Gallagher, I think, um, is an expert on the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. So he gives frequent conferences throughout the program. Um, And then we get broken up into individual smaller classes. So it'll be like 25 of you get this priest as the teacher and that kind of a thing. And then we have, I think, an eight-day retreat that happens. Uh, So silence, silent retreat for eight days during this time, but we also get a lot of free time. So once the retreat's over, during this program, you end up with like, I don't know, five hours of your afternoon are free. So you'll have like mass, morning prayer, and a class in the morning. You'll have lunch, and then, oh, you're free until evening prayer. And then after evening prayer, you might be free. So a lot of guys would go and play sports together. You get to know guys from different seminaries all over the United States, uh, maybe even a couple international guys. Um, So I made friends from whatever, the West Coast, from Atlanta, Georgia, from Florida, instead of just Pennsylvania, North Carolina that I'm used to. So it's a nice program. Definitely a little less exciting than like going to the beach, but it's it's important. You're, you're getting formation even in the summer. You see Omaha, Nebraska is landlocked.
0: Yeah, I get it. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank the Lord. How big is the campus? How easy is it to walk off campus run away
1: um oh super
0: easy super, okay cool 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 um, cool, cool. so cool. omaha
2: nebraska we got the only water for miles <laughs> <laughs> go ahead start running i won't shoot <laughs> oh boy
1: you <laughs> can never finish without a holes reference <laughs> it's the greatest movie um, i want to go back
0: and redo the movies episode because we didn't mention holes
2: that's true do <laughs> so a, a sequel Revenge of the movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, Omaha, Nebraska, is a, it's a really nice city. So you can just walk. The, the college campus itself is, is pretty big comparatively, but you can walk right into the city. Um, you can go and get dinner, get ice cream, uh, go to a baseball game, anything like that, within walking distance. So, like, you'll need your GPS for sure because it's completely a foreign land, um, unless you're a native to Nebraska, but... It's, it's really nice and very walkable. Yep.
0: Good to know. Good to know. Unfortunately, those going to IPF will be missing our Quo cool days, which is the camp uh-huh. in the middle of the summer for youth discerning, a call to priesthood and religious life. So we usually do that in the middle of the summer. Um, it's a ton of fun because we try to give young men a little glimpse of seminary life. Uh, at least in Allentown, we'll do... Uh, like morning prayer, evening prayer, mass every day. Usually, I don't know if it's every day, but we'll do like a holy hour, um, maybe some praise and worship here and there. And then conferences in in the afternoon, just about what religious life is, what a call is, what vocation means. Uh, Sometimes we have a married couple come in. And then that's just a great time for the seminarians to bond mm. and, like, hang out and shoot the breeze because it's, like, fun. It's summer. It's a summer camp, and yeah. we get to do summer fun summer camp things, like play baseball and mm. softball and kickball and that. Yeah.
1: Did you ever do Covadas in uh, Harrisburg? Yeah,
2: so Harrisburg has uh, the same sort of thing. Uh, like Alex said, we do mass, morning prayer, evening prayer, night prayer every day. And then, yeah, every day what we do is the idea is that the the morning is dedicated to God. So we have morning prayer and mass and then we have 2 hours where like half of the guys are doing a holy hour and the other half are like going to confessions or just mm. doing like a prayer walk something like that mm. and then they switch for the other hour and then go to lunch and then mm. the afternoon is just like mm-hmm. hanging out playing games whatever. Yeah. Like like you said that's always a really great time. I always look forward to it. Mm.
0: After that, we'll usually go back to our assignments, finish up the odds and ends, finish up our assignments, and then we'll probably have two more weeks to unwind from all the excitement that we uh, experienced over the summer. Then it's back to the studies. Yeah.
1: It's definitely nice to have those breaks as well. I don't remember who said it, if it was Aristotle or something, but the the importance of leisure. We don't have (laughs) leisure. We don't relax so that we can work better. But we work so that we get time to relax, right?
0: Yeah, I think Father Spargowski said that. Right, getting that, that backwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the importance of life is is not just to slog through school, but also to, to enjoy it um, and to really grow from it. So we shouldn't just be in seminary and, and suffering and going like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here for the summer. But it is good to look forward to that time where where you can kick off your shoes and relax and really experience. What God has given us at that point of of good leisure. Even if you're wearing jeans to the beach.
0: All right, listeners. Is it odd (laughs) to wear jeans to the beach? Answer our poll below. (laughs) I'm not putting a poll on this. You don't have to. It's not weird.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: But yeah, that's a really great point, Nikolai. The importance of taking the time to relax and enjoy yourself. Um, That being said, uh, do you guys have any uh kind of beyond just like your plans for the summer do you have kind of a goal set in mind that Hmm. by the end of the summer i want this
0: Hmm. per usual i have a reading list i want to finish i have a writing list i want to finish i wish i had something more exciting than that than just the usual (laughs) um i expect to take the retreats at ipf pretty seriously so you know there's some questions that i still have going forward into the ordination which i want answered
1: yeah my spiritual director recommended that I try to do some spiritual reading. I used to be a little better at it, and have kind of fallen off with just reading for school, which we do a lot of scripture reading, that kind of a thing, but to focus on something specifically for my spiritual life. Um, so I'm going to try to work on picking two good spiritual readings, uh, do at least once per month, get through one of those. So that's a goal. I think another goal is, is to get to know the Diocese of Allentown a little bit better. So whether that means like making visits to different parishes that maybe I'm not assigned to and get to know the priests there, or something like that, just so I can get a better lay of the land and, and get to know people who um, we'll be working with and serving with in the future.
0: What about you?
2: Uh, well, actually, it works out, Nikolai. I also have a reading list <laughs> given to me by my spiritual director. He recommended that I look into different forms of spirituality mm-hmm. uh and kind of see experiment see what works best for me um how i want to kind of go forward with my own mental prayer and kind of really make it my own so i'm focusing on uh carmelite and franciscan spirituality mm. kind of get some of a grasp on them by the end of the summer mm. and then i really like to kind of get a little bit more into hebrew pick that back up because mm. i learned a little bit of it but it's pretty rusty at this point Mm. (laughs) so ideally i'd like to do that i know that that's Hmm. not entirely likely to happen (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) given my track record (laughs) yeah
1: i don't know if this will make it on on the cast but speaking of carmelite the diocese of allentown there is a convent of cloistered carmelites of the ancient observance i believe and for my apostle, one day, we went and visited with them just for a couple minutes and heard them chat. And I'd really like to go back and, and see if they'd allow me to just ask a few questions, maybe like write a couple things down. Because the nuns, they're, they're so holy and just like the way that only a nun can be um, that a few of them, I think, entered the convent in the 50s. So they've been there like the majority of their life. Um, and it's just it's just amazing that they're so dedicated to our Lord. They've given their whole lives to him in an awesome way that I hope to aspire to.
0: Well, maybe after the edification of the summer, you'll be a little bit closer. Yeah. All things being equal. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not quite summer yet, so we still have a little bit more work to do. I think the seminarians present are going to go back to studying for their finals. Mm-hmm. So please wish us luck. Pray for us. And uh, we'll offer up at least a little bit of the suffering for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Once again, uh, I'm Alex. I'm Nikolai, and I'm Drew. And this has been what the summer. Nah, this has <laughs> been what the seminarians do on their summer vacations. Have a nice summer. <laughs>